Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. I'm Miss Blackbrain. And you are listening to or possibly watching a Lingerie Lowdown podcast. Because we are here today together, we spent the day doing duo reviews. So we've been filming from for the early hours this morning all the way now to Prosecco o'clock. Yes. It is a Prosecco it podcast. It is Prosecco o'clock. Brought to you by Danny and Miss Blackbrain. Yes. So cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So that's how we know each other. That's our... That was two of the jobs. So that's the stripping, the Vegas showgirls and Great Armour. <laughs> and then we've done shoots together. Um, we've got more shoots we're supposed to be doing together. So we've got this one we mentioned earlier, like the, the Amsterdam futuristic sex robots in an Amsterdam brothel. We want to do. <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds bizarre, but it should look cool. Like we want to be kind of robotic and like loads of kind of cool makeup effects. Yeah, I think that would be cool. So we've got that. And then we're going to try and plan some more stuff together so we can actually see each other. Yeah, and now we've reviewed together, so we definitely just do that that again. Yeah. I come to Norfolk next time and we can, like, Mm. like, we can beach. I'm anything for a hike. So personal time now, I've gone from party girl to avid hiker. (laughs) And I think that was lockdown. I've become a plant collector and somebody who hikes a lot. Like, I'm any excuse to be outside in a forest or a beach or, like, well, hills less so because they're hard. There's none of them in Norfolk. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's good that you've gone from that. Thing. It is. So, but then your career's evolved again, hasn't it? Because it's gone from modelling now to actress. Yeah. I remember where... I, I do remember seeing a post when you were going to um, stage school. Oh, yeah, that's a long time ago now, too. Yeah. Honestly, all these things I've done in my life to be the age I am. <laughs> and I still pretend I'm young. <laughs> to be 21. All these things we've achieved. That. Yeah, I basically got to the end of when when basically the newspapers were dying a death so i think the social media killed the lads mags and oh, i mean yeah. the daily sport i know still exists but it's not it's not the same daily sport as it was it's different owners and it's not it's not what it was and i think where we were getting paid money where you've got all these models coming up on social media giving their pictures away for free i know now instagram is like no free the nipple like nipple covered um sensor but when originally you could post anything girls are posting anything just for the attention i think and the ones of us who were getting paid for it it just basically killed our careers also i was getting to an age where i was like i need to think about what's next i'd done a really short small role basically an extra i think i had one line on a film i'd been asked to do through modeling um it was playing a stripper well yeah <laughs> i gave rick mail a lap dance Nice. Well, Not many people can say no, that. No, I don't think you even see it in the film. You see my legs. You don't actually see me doing it, Sarah. It's my legs giving Big mm-hmm. Mail that dance in a terrible film called Just For The Record. Don't watch it. It's terrible. Um, but I just love being on set. Like, I was working with another girl, and I was just like, I really like this. I went and did a couple, a two-week course at drama school in, a, in like, an Easter or something, and I was like, 
it made me realize how much I don't know. And then I thought, yeah, I really want to do this. And I, I then auditioned, got in, and and then and then I I was working. I was still doing a bit of modeling. And then somebody had this horror magazine. He said, do you want to come to the Celebrity Ghost Hunt? So I thought, you, you must be a bit desperate if I'm a celebrity. But okay. Then he asked me to present the next two of them. So I did that. And then some of the crew were making horror films. They said, do you want to do this? And I've always loved horror, but I am like a sparkly unicorn that likes bats. So I'm like, I'm a, you know, because you were wearing pink, I thought I'd go with this today. But, you know, <laughs> so you could just as easily yeah. find me in all pink. So I ended up doing a few horror films. And then it just became word of mouth. Like I just keep getting booked for it. I love it. I love the people I work with, the industry. And I found my little niche because there's nobody else who kind of just does horror in the UK. So I found my place in the kind of, you know, hmm. the industry. So that's where that, that's gone. And I have a coffin over there. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm quite jealous, actually. That I've got a coffin. I'm jealous of the coffin and I'm jealous that you're an actress. Yeah, that is something I think I... You can come and be in one of my films. Would love to do. You come and be in one. Yeah, you should let me be in one of your films. I've got, I've actually got an idea. I'm not going to give too much weight because no one, someone can steal it. But it's set in a strip club. Well, but I do feel have experience. Like, I feel like you should definitely be in that film. I could give you a role. Yeah, like I think I've got experience. <laughs> more qualified than I am. I've got experience in a strip club. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Not got experience. It'd be cool. Good. Okay, you can come be in that one when I, when I get the funding got one little short that I'm doing like soon and then my next bit I've almost written this little script I've got to finish it mm. and write and produce a little bit too and then then I'm going to try and do this there is no end to your talents though is there because you do I find that I just you just turn your hand to everything which I find but you've so done cool. loads of different things yeah I suppose yeah I suppose I say that but yeah like, I do what did you do before you were a stripper Miss Black Rain <laughs> Well, I, um, yes, I've been in the Royal Air Force. Yeah, talk about that. Yeah, I trained to be a croupier as well. So I actually went on online casino for a while. Oh, oh, you did? But I don't know how to do it. It was all on, on, you swipe a card, barcode. I don't have a clue how to do maths. Yeah, that that's the difficult thing mm. is doing the maths on the spot. But yeah, I did train to be a croupier. Yeah, I was in the Royal Air Force. Um, how is that though? That's like, you're in the Air Force. That was intense. Must have been some hot men. Uh, there's there's a lot of hot men mm. yeah there is a lot of hot men there's a lot of drinking a lot of drinking a lot of uh, swearing and a lot of hot men which was really really cool um, until they sent me to Kosovo and then you kind of realise the, the reality of your situation hits you when you're in a war zone and you're being told not to stand on the grass in case there's a mine the reality of your life choices hit you like smack in the face then and you're like oh and it wasn't long after that that I left because going into a war zone and seeing the destruction and the devastation and actually realizing that's what you've signed up for um was a bit like shit but i was really young when i signed up so you kind of signed up thinking that's uh, i'm not gonna go to war we don't have war we don't have war with anyone it's fine so then when you actually do it is a bit like fuck what, oh, where, what, excuse my you? language <laughs> sensor what were you in there? like what was your uh so i was mt which is motor transport so i used to drive for a living um but then they do teach you basic mechanics and stuff like that so can which you is change all, a wheel it's really cool um, i'm pretty good with diesel engines yeah I mean, can I'm, you change a wheel on a car yes and i was dating a guy once and his car broke down and i was like oh you it's your radio your radio is gone and he was like no it hasn't and i was like it's your radio and he was like no it hasn't and i was like right fine okay don't 
go listen to me, uh, called out a mechanic and the mechanic was like, your radiator is gone. I was like, I told you. That's emasculating for him. Yeah, yeah. So he was just like, yeah, it didn't last much longer after that. Um, but yeah, I suppose I've done a, a varied Yeah, that's like, that's few things. amazing. Yeah. I mean, the basic training in itself, I mean, you are like a little bit G.I. Jane, aren't you? Like, but the basic training, I'd be like, no. <laughs> you imagine me getting, I don't, I go on heights now and I get muddy, but like, I don't, I'm, I do it because I want to. No one tells me what to do and being forced you like yeah I mean that must have been horrific the basic training do they take it easier because you're a woman they can't because it no. has to be the same oh no um, I remember once on basic training and um, they come in and inspect your bed space every morning and it has to be your bed has to be made a certain way and everything has to be neat and tidy and my sergeant literally opened my wardrobe took everything out of my wardrobe chucked it on the floor and when your bed space is a mess you failed the inspection I yeah. can only imagine you walking into my flat which is a bonfire <laughs> and going like how does she live I forgot you had forgot you had military decision <laughs> behind you yes and sometimes sometimes it kills you it kills me even now because sometimes I sit there and I'm like I need to clean that and it won't be mine or I'll go into a supermarket and I'll be like I really want to rearrange that shelf <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a really good experience I think that really brought me out of myself and I don't think I'd be the person I am today without it um mm. but it's a difficult thing and I really felt for the, when they started having to go to Afghanistan and places like that because I know what it was like when I went to Kosovo so mm. yeah but it's like so, having one massive family though at times yeah I'm just all about the men in uniform like, well that is a that is a huge bonus and that's that, a, that's that is a kink only thing you're getting in there <laughs> yeah and that's a kink that has stayed with me <laughs> Yes, so... But yeah, I suppose yeah, I suppose between us, we've done some really cool... Well, mine, I've all... I mean, all my stuff's kind of stayed within the similar... I've always, it's always been media-based after the stripping. Yeah. The stripping got me into the glamour modelling, then the glamour modelling into the acting, so from the modelling, the media thing has mm. happened. The casino stuff for me was just an online casino, so it moved to Romania, so I don't work there anymore. <laughs> Which, it was, um, it was great, um, but it was samey. I was, by the end of it, I wasn't, when it moved, I wasn't sad because I was like, it's like, I was falling asleep standing up sometimes just looking at a screen, like swiping cards, like, you know, you like do things on, yeah, like automatic and I want to have fun. I felt like things to be different. Yeah, I must admit, I do like a different fun job. I don't think I could ever work in an office. And recently when I was, I felt like it was killing my soul every day that you I sat there. You didn't want your soul to die. This is very true. I didn't want my soul to die. So yeah, I do. I can't imagine. Can you imagine a life without modeling and like being in front of a camera? I thought I'd give up modeling a long time ago. In the lockdowns, I, cause I live alone in London in the, an apartment that's, it's not tiny compared to like some London apartments, but it's a, you know, it's small for one person. And when we couldn't see anybody, none of my friends live really near me. Luckily I've got neighbors I can talk to in the halls. But I would have been quite cut off. So I did a few courses. My mum's very like hippy dippy. She's into a Reiki and crystals and all these kind of weird and wonderful things. So she actually had already trained me in my Reiki one. I think just the Reiki one. Not, maybe two. I don't know. But then I took like a crystal healing course and an aromatherapy course. And I'm quite I'm quite into like the kind of those kind of things myself, like the natural remedies. Yeah. So I do keep thinking now, what will I do? I can't do this forever. Acting I could, but I'm not making a fortune because I'm not doing like big films or big roles on TV. Like I'm doing very much the stuff I'm enjoying and I get paid, but jobs are few and far between. Like, yeah. so obviously I've got OnlyFans and you know, I've got Trey Lowdown and I've got things that I do that make me money, but 
you know, it would be nice to have something that, you know, made me a lot of money. So I'd be like, I don't have to worry about where my next bill's coming from, which I'm not there. Like I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, like I live alone in London. So, I mean, which is still quite hmm. a big thing to be proud of because not many people do. But yeah, I'd like to make more money. I also like spending. So that's why I need to make more money because I like, I like nice things and I like champagne and I like, you know. Oh, you can't be a nice glass of champagne no. though, can you? No. Yeah, I don't really have any pa- and I I think like every year I have a crisis where I'm like I'm giving up. You always have this. I know. I'm always like, no, you can't. I know. I think I say this to literally everyone every year. Like I'm giving up. That's it. I'm retiring. I think I've even emailed Scott before and said like I'm retiring. <laughs> Can I still review lingerie? And I'm still here. Um, so I do have this crisis quite regularly, but I just don't know what else I do. I did get a bit like where. In lockdown, all I could do was shoot for laundry, for um, OnlyFans, sorry. And it was like, usually you go on shoots, you know, you have different scenery and you're shooting with people. So you get different styles of photography. Whereas in lockdown, I was like, luckily I just bought studio lights and I just bought a, like a backdrop setup so I could shoot at home. Not with the intent on like this being all I can do. Yeah. But I was like, well, I've got nothing else to do. I'm just going to have to do it. And, you know, it got me through it. Um, with my sanity and afterwards when work started picking up I was like I can't be bothered to do this which is the wrong attitude because those people supported me throughout yeah. it and you know I've now started doing it again but it's nice to mix doing it from home with being able to shoot but I definitely think we need to do more shoots together it's okay. been fun yeah we definitely do fun. and we have loads of the same kind of ideas as well and the same aesthetic so it seems a shame yeah. not to do it and we both do pin up but we both like we're both a little bit rock chick mm. Like neither of us are like flouncy girly girls. We're very like yeah. you know, we're a little bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> Our personalities are very similar. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a shame not to work together more, mm. isn't it, really? It's mm. just a shame we haven't had that opportunity with lockdown and everything. Yeah, but now it is over, sort of. Yes, hopefully we just it? Yes, hopefully it doesn't go back to that and hopefully we can just keep moving forward. <laughs> Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now. And you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code PODCAST today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. What did you want to be when you were young? A model. <laughs> okay, fair enough. She's lived with dreams. Yeah, Living literally, dreams. literally, I wanted to be Naomi Campbell. Like, I literally looked at supermodels. Um, I literally just wanted to be a model. That's all I ever wanted to be. Um yeah, and I've had other aspirations, I suppose, but makeup artist or actress or things like that. But it's very much all that kind of thing. It's very creative or, um, yeah, stage-based or media-based. I'm not, I can't imagine doing 
a normal job. So I don't I don't know whether I'd go retrain maybe in, in makeup or something like that or um, fashion. I wanted to be in that for a long while as well. So I have actually done a latex course, so I know how to make latex clothes. That's I've just cool. not Funny. had the time to mm. sit and put that into practice, which is naughty because I have two rolls of latex sitting at home. So Well, that needs to happen. Yeah, so I, I have that as well. It's just... Yeah, it's just getting the time to actually do it. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's just, it's nerve-wracking, isn't it? I think, this is the thing, I, th- I don't think some people realise how when you're a creative, when you put something out there, it's like putting a part of your soul out there. Mm. So when you make, do a photo shoot, when you do a film, when you make something, a makeup artist, you know, fashion designer, it you're putting a bit of yourself out there. So then if someone turns around and goes to you, well, I don't like that, that's rubbish. I've had that so many times. It's a, I actually don't care anymore for other people's opinions. <laughs> yeah. Like I do, and that's the thing. When I first started Instagram back up, um, because obviously when I was first started modelling, we didn't have Instagram. So when no. I first started that, um, I was like, I, I remember someone making a neg- the first negative comment I got and I was really upset. Oh, I've had so many trolls. And so, like, I think, yeah, I yeah. get you. At the beginning, I'm like, <gasps> like... How would, why would they say that? They don't know me. Why would you Why would you go out of your way to say something horrible to somebody? Like, nobody, or any reviews or anything, no one says anything nice. No one goes, I'm going to write a really nice review. It's only when people have something, so, something horrible to say. It's like they feel the need to, like, to, like, try and ruin someone's day. And so that's why I don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I, it's hit me a few times where I was like, like, this has made me upset at the beginning. But now I'm like, because who are they anyway? What does their opinion matter to me? Absolutely nothing. They yeah. haven't made a film. They are not on. They're not in front of the camera. So until they are and mm. they realise how difficult it is, then they can do one. Yeah, I mean, when I first started Instagram, that really used to upset me. It does. I must admit, I'm I'm with you. It doesn't now. And I do have a rule that if you're not friends, family, financing, or effing me, your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, so true. this, yeah, this is my mantra. This is but my, my mantra. Friends, like, I, if, if I did like my friends had an opinion, then that I take that yeah. into account because they wouldn't be horrible with it. No. But yeah, I just, no, I don't care. And I don't care. And I just think the thing with the latex is it's starting from scratch again, isn't it? Because it's starting something completely new, completely sure. different, something completely you've never done it before. But so also, then I'm just frightened like, of that. But you like, can model it. So also you can, that's a way of like you getting into it. It's like it's sort of, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, like you look at celebrities that then are famous for looking like this or wearing a certain type of clothing and then they look like Dita Fontes who's famous for like burlesque and stuff and then she launches a lingerie line. Yeah. So you can look yeah, at that I suppose, it's yeah, people progression. Do... Yeah. That, and branching out. Yeah, in fact that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, I suppose it's just because it's something new. Yeah. And a roll of latex is really expensive so the thought of cutting into it and it not going right is it's a bit nice. How much do you get on a roll? Like you're going to have to make a couple of mistakes. Yes, of course, of course you are, and that's just that's part of the learning process, isn't yeah. it? But yes, it's sitting there, and it's actually sitting there in a red and an orange to make mm. a a latex Velma costume <gasps> from Scooby Doo. Because oh, I'm obsessed with Velma. Okay, so we need a purple so I can have. A... So you can be Daphne. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then... would you be the Velma? Because I've done a shoot where I've been Daphne a couple Have of you times. really? Yeah, I did it here with my ex's dog. Actually, I had he has a Voxweiler. And then I had Dolly, my Yorkie, yeah. who is known to lingerie low down. She's been <laughs> on here in I don't know how many. She used to sit here, just like there. Um, so I did it on a green screen. And I had his dog. And I think I shot the dog separately because Keith and them still and me is just never going to happen. And then I had like, I did it, I think I did doing purple underwear with a green scarf and a headband. And then somebody photoshopped me all together because I didn't know how to do it then. Yeah. So I've done that. 
That was really fun. And I think I've done another one where I... I've done it twice. I can't remember what I wore. It was purple. Or maybe like just purple top and something. And then, yeah. Well, this obviously needs to happen then. Because, yeah, I'm obsessed with being velvet. Literally we because need, I do wander need, around the house all day going, my glasses, where are my glasses? We basically need a Great Dane. Does anyone have a Great Dane? If you have a Great Dane, If you have one him, that you can lend. Us. And we need a scrappy. Yes. So well, Dolly, got, Dolly was scrappy. Oh, yes, you've well, got a scrappy. I've got a tiny little doggy, haven't I? Yeah. So, yes. I can't get a great day. <laughs> just for this. <laughs> no, that probably would be a huge commitment just I, for a photo shoot. But we, if you've got yeah. a great day, feel free to get in touch yeah. and lend him. We will to come us. to travel to where the shoot needs to be. I'll bring my green screen. Yes. Um, and obviously then you'll get behind the scenes footage because yeah. we'll be stealing your dog for the day. I actually once nearly ended up with a ferret <laughs> for a film shoot. So I had this scene in a film I was producing where there was like weird Bulgarian ferret guy in a forest. And then the guy, I don't know what happened, but he basically didn't answer messages. And he's somebody who's usually really like would answer. Anyway, for one reason or not, he kidded. So I was like, how do I get, I can get a replacement man. I can probably get a replacement shotgun. But he had a shotgun license where he'd be able to bring it, you know, unload it to use. Um, I was like, getting a replacement shotgun, that's also gonna be easier than getting a replacement ferret. So I'm literally online looking up ferret rescue, ferret this, ferret. and I was thinking, I found a pink cage for ferret. I was like, I'm going to have to have a ferret. Because <laughs> I didn't see a way of writing this scene out because it was kind of pivotal to the scene. Yeah. So um, I actually ended up getting the Essex Ferret Welfare Society. So I'm going to give them a plug here. If you want to donate money to them, they literally rescue and do so much good work and never put one down. They always try and rehome or keep themselves. So the Essex Ferret Welfare Society, look them up. Donate money if you can. Um, they sent me not one, but four ferrets. <laughs> and I managed to get the guy who taught the fight combat in my drama school. He also has a like a, a screen weaponry. So nothing's used, nothing. They're all like fake guns, but like look real. Mm. And he also looks like a weird Bulgarian ferret guy <laughs> and has experience with ferrets. So it all kind of worked out. And I didn't get a ferret. But yeah, they gave me four. And I'm like, how do I pick one? I can't pick one. Okay. Is there a screen test for ferrets? Oh no, but they're all cute, aren't they? And my yeah. character was meant to hate them. So in character, I'm like, Ugh, it stinks, it's wrapped. But really me, I'm like, oh my God, can I cut on the wall? <laughs> I had a great day. It's so much fun. We picked the one in the end that looked most like the original one. So just, you know. Yeah. Didn't have Stand to. in ferret. I can, I can cast a person on looks. I can't cast a ferret. They're all cute. Well, this is the thing. How do you cast animals? Well, I it turned out the one that we picked, when they got him, he'd had... A, like with a fox or something, and he, he had like it was all cut and all like whatever. Mm. So when they showed me the original picture to how he was, I was like, and now he's a movie star, so I feel like it's oh, the right one. Yeah, you kind of just turned his life around. Aww. He was like all cut and everything, and you turned him into a movie he star. He has an IMDb credit, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's See, them. And there's not many ferrets that could say that. <laughs> Bad Moon Rising, I can't remember what his real name was, but as oh, I think he was Ziggy the Ferret as Ziggy the Ferret. There you go. <laughs> As himself. I think that's it. That's credit. That's so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Dolly got in a few films, my dog. She's been in a few. Did she? Yeah. Kylie's yet to make it on screen, but I'm filming. Has Kylie been on a review? Really briefly. I don't know if it made it to the review, but I, I, I think she's running around in a ball at the time, so I think I put her on camera. Should we get her? Should we see if she's awake? Stay there. I'll yeah, see. I you think you, you have to carry on talking. She might be yeah. Asleep. I'll carry on talking while Danny goes to get Kylie the hamster. In case you were wondering who Kylie was. Kylie is the hamster and she's now going to see if she's awake. She's 
because then if if you if you're just listening to this uh we might be able to just use the clip of kylie to advertise uh on youtube which would be really cool oh and she's got her <laughs> and she's so cute so i'm a big <laughs> she's a bit oh god sitting on the cushion she's a chubby hamster with kylie she likes her food she likes her food which is a hamster after my own heart i think She's lovely. I never get my two. I've got a cat and a dog, and I never get them in my reviews. I probably should. I think it's the okay if they stay still. Yeah, the dogs run past a couple of times. You've just seen his tail. Um, feels famous. Oh, she should be famous. She's a good-looking hamster. Don't hold it. No. <laughs> in case I lose her or something. I, it, some, okay. Someone once told me to look after their guinea pig, and it died. Don't stick your finger in front of her finger, in front of her face. Yeah, someone once told me to look after their guinea pig and it died, and I've been traumatised ever tired. since. It's not jumping off, okay. She'll probably want to chew your, like, thing, your hairband or something. Aww. She's cute, isn't she? She is so cute. Oh, she's lovely. I love her. <laughs> I'd love to have, like, a farmhouse full of owls, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's my dream. You coming back? It's like, no. My dream is, if, um, if I made loads of money or won the lottery or somehow made a Hollywood film, I'd just be like, I'll buy a massive space in Norfolk, live in a nice house, and then have some space where I can like get rescue things. Like I know yeah. somebody's got rescue donkeys and chickens and all these kind of cool things. Yeah, that would be my dream as well. Yeah, like, like loads of dogs. Yeah, yeah, just rescue stuff, like steal sheep from like slaughterers <laughs> and be like, without stealing though. But I think it's okay if you pay them. I, yeah, yeah, that would be How my dream. How much do they get paid per sheep? Like, I'd buy them and be like, you can't eat me, I'm saving your life. Yeah, that would be my dream, actually. Huge farm, loads of rescue animals, and just, oh, that would be amazing. I'd like chickens and donkeys and horses and loads and loads of doggies. I'm going to put her back before she, like, dives before we... Yes, I'm worried that she's going to dive off and disappear. <laughs> I haven't got her ball, I'm like, she'll get bored and we're trying to chat. Yeah, and the thing is, as well, is I've got a train to catch, and I, I worry that she'll run off and then I'll miss my train because... We're catching the hamster. I think, have we been here like for an hour? I, yes, I think we've been talking, well, 55 minutes. <gasps> Should we do five more and then like, can't come to work for the last five minutes. <laughs> now we'll be stuck. And yes, now we'll say. be like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. <laughs> You're like, I so where, where do you think you'll end up after you give up <sighs> modeling and acting? I keep and... thinking about going back to Norfolk. Because <laughs> like, I think it's my room. None of my films in the last few years have been in London. I've done a few in Essex, nothing in London. I have a car, I can drive. So I'm paying for a mortgage, I'm paying service charge on my apartment, it's not cheap living here. I do have like really nice like things around me, but yeah, I keep thinking I could move back. I could have like a five bedroom house for what I pay here. And then I could have my own gym. Yeah. And I could have a studio where I shoot rather than every time I shoot, I have to get all the lights out, it's all in my apartment. If it takes me two days, I can't live in my place. Yeah. I'd be near the beach. I'd have fields. Like, I mean, I'm not far from, like, the forest. I'm not far from Essex. I've got Epping and stuff, but it's not the same. And, like, a lot of my friends are not really in London. A few of my friends have moved right up north. Um, Obviously, I've got you guys at home. So I could come back, but I don't know if I'm ready to leave. And I keep toying, and I literally am always on right move, just looking at house prices and thinking... Mm. 
I did bump into Mark a while, uh, not so long ago, actually, and we were just discussing this, actually, because he was like, oh, Di's thinking of coming back. And I was like, oh, my God, she really should. And we, me and him were, like, really excited. So And then I didn't come back. Uh, yeah, and then you just didn't. So we were just like, okay. Well, I've done so much of my flat in lockdown. And I love my flat. Like, I love my space. Like, I think it's... But well, yeah. I've been here for... I'm, I'm going to get right. I've been here. It'll be 15 years this summer. So I think, you know... Yeah. I could eke it out until next year and be like this is a good time to go or I could just go and save myself some money I don't go out in London anymore I'm not a party girl so it's not I'm not out four or five nights a week where I need to be here yeah it's nice to have stuff on your doorstep you don't do it I don't go to all the museums all the time I don't go to you know yeah. I, I, I've been to Soho not at all this I haven't been in Central at all this year like, yeah, that's the thing you, you, you'd probably appreciate it more if you actually came back rather than lived here yeah, because I could come here and then, like, you can get a cheap hotel and do yeah, it easily. Somewhere. Easily. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You're you... making me feel more like I want to go home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, no and, place and, like home. And I feel really guilty for doing that because it's purely for selfish reasons. <laughs> I'm like, yes, come back. Me and Mark are like, yes, come back. But it's yeah. just purely and selfish. House, so he's got, like, perfect, like, shoot locations for us. Exactly. Like, he's got this amazing house now. And, yeah, yeah we could just. He's going to be like, did you just talk about me all the time? I'm like, yeah. Oh god, yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. It'd be funny actually because we've mentioned Mark and Latham and Alison and Justine and all I these. I don't know Alison. All these people. I can't believe you don't know Alison. No, I didn't know her. You you didn't miss out, so you know she wasn't very. I pleasant. can't wait till she hears this. Yeah, she, she wasn't. She'll be probably the first to admit she wasn't very pleasant to me. Okay. Um, but I see her recently actually as well, and she's she, yeah, she's okay. She's nice Yeah, it's funny because we're okay now, and we'll stop and chat. But yeah, we didn't really get on, but. To be fair, um, I'm the first to admit I was a bit of a bitch. Do you know what I mean? Well, when you I was never young, to me. No, I liked you, so oh. it's different. You're probably the only person actually from those days that doesn't remember me as being a bitch. Does Julia think you're a bitch? Um, not to her, I guess. Not to her, no. But then I've got another friend, and she remembers being a, being a complete bitch. Like mm-hmm. I was really rude to her when she first started, and I think it was just because. I've just gone through a period of like we'd had all these new people and they don't last very long because they don't realise how hard the job is and yeah I was I must admit I was a bit of a hot headed yeah. um, oh. bitch when I was younger and now I'm just a laid back bitch <laughs> 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 now I'm just much more chill with it but yeah I'm still probably not very friendly <laughs> well I feel like look, by the time we wrap this up it's going to be an hour yeah so you've got double the amount of podcast or video cast I can't believe my phone. Because I've just upgraded, I've just got a new phone, and then I've done that thing where you buy more storage because this would have cut out long ago. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Prosecco I think it's all up. juicy. We've drunk up, this is a bottle of Prosecco, though. We've drunk These glasses, you get, they look, look, the old champagne saucer styles, it looks like you don't get much in here, but yeah. usually in normal glasses, you get about five, six glasses. This yeah. has been two each, yeah. and it's gone, really. Well, that's the thing, we've done a whole rock bottle of Prosecco. We've done nearly a pizza. We've done half a pizza each. Half a pizza each. And I actually think this is a very insightful... Like, I rarely go live or anything like that and talk about myself. I don't know if any of this is what we were supposed to talk about. We haven't (laughs) talked about lingerie. At all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we haven't talked about lingerie at all. Well, maybe Um, we have to do this again and just literally focus on lingerie. Yes. Next time. Next time we're together. Next time we promise, if you let us do it again... We'll he's talk about lingerie. <laughs> no, he's probably going to listen to this and go, well, that's not happening, is it? Uh, next time we promise, uh, we'll talk about lingerie. Well, they know our history now. Well, this is it, isn't it? 
yeah, I think this is really insightful. Not there's going to be loads of people out there that don't know any of this about me because they I never talk about myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or me. I'm not really the same. They probably don't care. No, they don't so, care. Like, we want to know what you think about your favorite laundry. But it's an hour. Let's say goodbye. And yes. I need to get you to a train station. Yes. Cheers. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.